look for the silver lining whenever a cloud appears in the blue. Healing power of touch. Touch is the first sense by which we encounter the world and the final one to leave us as we approach death's edge. Touch comes before sight, before speech, writes Margaret Atwood in her novel The Blind Assassin. It is the first language and the last, and it always tells the truth. Scientist and academic Laura Cruccinelli writes that touch has always been my favourite sense, a loyal friend, something I can rely on to lift me up when I'm feeling down or spread joy when I'm on a high. As an Italian living abroad for more than a decade, I often suffered from a kind of touch hunger which had knock-on consequences for my mood and health more generally. People in Northern Europe use social touch much less than people in Southern Europe. In hindsight, it's not so surprising that I spent the past few years studying touch as a scientist. Lately though, touch has been going through a prohibition era. It's been a rough time for this most important of the senses. The 2020 pandemic served to make touch the ultimate taboo, next to coughing and sneezing in public. While people suffering from COVID-19 can lose the sense of smell and taste, touch is the sense that has been diminished for almost all of us, test positive or not, symptomatic or not, hospitalised or not. Touch is the sense that has paid the highest price. But if physical distance is what protects us, it also stands in the way of care and nurturance. Looking after another human being almost inevitably involves touching them, from the very basic needs of bathing, dressing, lifting, assisting and medical treatment, to the more effective tactile exchanges that aim to communicate, provide comfort and offer support. Research in osteopathy and manual therapy suggests that the beneficial effect of massage therapy goes well beyond the actual manoeuvre performed by the therapist. Rather, there is something special simply in the act of resting one's hand on the skin of a client. There is no care, there is no cure without touch. What's unique about touch when set against the other senses is its mutuality. While we can look without being looked back at, we can't touch without being touched in return. During the pandemic, nurses and doctors have talked about how this unique characteristic of touch helped them communicate with patients. When they couldn't talk, smile or be seen properly because of their protective equipment, medical professionals could always rely on a pat on the shoulder, holding a hand or squeezing an arm to reassure patients and to let them know that they were not alone. In a pandemic where touch is a proven vector, paradoxically, it's also a part of the cure. Touch really is the ultimate tool for social connection. And the good news is that when we were born fully accessorized to make the most of it. Science is now beginning to provide an account of why touch matters so much. Touch on the skin can reduce heart rate, blood pressure and cortisol levels. All factors related to stress in both adults and babies. 
It facilitates the release of oxytocin, a hormone that provides sensations of calm, relaxation and being at peace with the world. Every time we hug a friend or snuggle a pet, oxytocin is released in our body, giving us that feel-good sensation. In this way, oxytocin appears to reinforce our motivation to seek and maintain contact with others, which assists in the development of humans' socially oriented brains. Oxytocin also plays a vital role in the relationship we have with ourselves. So what happens to our tactile fluency when we make touch taboo? At the times in our lives that we're most fragile, we need touch more than ever. From everything we know about social touch, it tends to be promoted, not inhibited. We need the nuance to recognise its peril, but avoiding touch entirely would be a disaster. The pandemic has given us a glimpse of what life would look like without touch. The fear of the other, of contamination, of touch that has allowed many of us to realise how much we miss those spontaneous hugs, handshakes and taps on the shoulder. Physical distancing leaves invisible scars on our skin. Telling most people mention hugging my loved ones as one of the most important things they want to do once the pandemic is over. Laura Cruccinelli continues, in the current environment is the idea of a renaissance of touch, just for the brave and for the foolish. I don't believe so, and scientific evidence speaks loud and clear. We lose a lot by depriving ourselves of touch. We deprive ourselves of one of the most sophisticated languages we speak. We lose opportunities to build new relationships. We might even weaken existing ones. Through deteriorating social relationships, we also detach from ourselves. The need for people to touch one another should be a priority in defining the post-pandemic new normal. A better world is more often just a hug away. As a scientist, but also as a fellow human, I claim the right to touch and to dream of a reality where no one will be touchless. In the Bible there are many instances of where Jesus used touch to heal. And all the crowd sought to touch him, for power came out from him and healed them all. And wherever he went, to a village or town or farm, they laid down the sick in the open spaces, begging him to let them touch even the fringe of his cloak. And all of those who touched him were saved. Author Leo Biscaglia said, too often we underestimate the power of a touch, a smile, a kind word, a listening ear, an honest compliment, or the smallest act of caring, all of which have the potential to turn a life around. Do not underestimate the healing power of touch. A simple touch to the hand is important, but more importantly, you may also touch their hearts. Look for the silver line. This is terrible.